0: Hi right, fellas, Eric Gabelhauser. Howard Wallace. Howard, nice to meet you. And you are an actual real scientist. <laughs> How was that? <laughs> I can't believe he fired me. Well, you did call him a glorified high school science teacher whose last successful experiment was lighting his own farts. <laughs> In my defense, I preface that by saying with all due respect. Blinding light on something that had always been half a shadow. That's how it struck the world for me. But I was unlucky. Deluded. She's remarkable. She really is. Our penny's a star. How can she remember all those lines? But as a waitress, she can't remember no tomato on my hamburger. (laughs) but I got you and Leonard a few silly neighbor gifts, so I'll just put them under my tree. Wait! You bought me a present? Uh Uh-huh. Why would you do such a thing? I don't know, because it's Christmas? Oh, Penny! I know you think you're being generous, but the foundation of gift-giving is reciprocity. You haven't given me a gift. You've given me an obligation. You know what? Forget it. I'm not giving you a present. No, he's too late. I see it. That elf sticker says, Two Sheldon the die has been cast the moving finger has writ Hannibal has crossed the Alps <laughs> I know it's funny when it's not happening to us Sheldon, I am very, very sorry you No, know, no, I brought this on myself by being such an endearing and important part of your life But Where are you going? I'm leaving You can't leave I need you You do, yes. You're my ride. <laughs> Please. Amy. When I look in your eyes. And you're looking back in mine. Everything feels not quite normal. Because I feel stronger and weaker at the same time i feel excited and at the same time terrified the truth is i don't know what i feel except i know what kind of man i want to be sheldon that was beautiful i should hope so that's from the first spider-man movie (laughs) take
1: it. All right, so in 2017, The Big Bang Theory, which if you're not familiar, (laughs) that's what that show is, is the most watched scripted show. 19 million people uh, watch that every week. A top-rated scripted broadcast show in the adults 18 to 49 range is the 4.9 rating. And the show focuses on relationships, in a way, uh, in a sarcastic, biting Kind of way, but it is about relationships, and they do that because it works right it 's funny <laughs> you know uh, plus, I think for us, at least for me, I have those thoughts, but I have this filter that works most of the time between my <laughs> brain and my <laughs> mouth that does not allow me to say those things, and they get said here, you know, so that 's kind of yeah, I wish I could say that no, I just want to say that. you know, so those things happen and they get out. But the question for us, because this is sarcasm, can be funny, but it also hurts feelings, right? And we're in an era in our world when hurting people's feelings is becoming more and more commonplace with social media onset of social media and being able to be anonymous, and uh, you you can if you read comment sections and articles and that kind of thing, you see just people blasting each other. But is that who we're supposed to be. And so we want to look at that this morning. Our passage is out of 1 Peter chapter 3, beginning at verse 8. Finally, all of you be like-minded, be sympathetic, love one another, be compassionate and humble. Like-minded, sympathetic, love one another, be compassionate and humble. Do not repay evil with evil or insult with insult. On the contrary, repay, re- repay evil with blessing. Because to this you are called so that you may inherit a blessing. And then Peter begins to use some old, te- some old Testament scripture to fortify what he's saying here. So he goes to Psalm 34, and he says, For whoever would love life and see good days must keep their tongue from evil and their lips from deceitful speech. They must turn from evil and do good. They must seek peace and pursue it. For the eyes of the Lord are on the righteous, and his ears are attentive to their prayer. But the face of the Lord is against those who do evil. And then it's back to Peter who says, who's going to harm you if you're eager to do good? But even if you should suffer for what is right, you are blessed. And then he goes to the prophet Isaiah and says, do not fear their threats. Do not be frightened. But in your hearts, revere Christ as Lord. Always be prepared to give an answer to everyone who asks you for the reason, for the hope that you have in Christ. But do this with gentleness and respect. Keeping a clear conscience so that those who speak maliciously against your good behavior in Christ may be ashamed of their slander. So we're God for us this morning and for all people everywhere, honestly. So we're in the journey, right? We're looking at, where's Lane? What is this? This is a discipleship. (laughs) Huh? That's pretty awesome. I I hear there's a crew coming. Is there a crew coming or? I don't know. (laughs) He didn't know. He didn't know <laughs> <a> storm, <laughs> we're going to have some stormtroopers on the discipleship. So, so let, me, let me challenge you to, to engage with your creative self. There's a lot of room for a lot of different discipleships. And so if, if you feel kind of, I want to do that, or if you have kids and you want them to build a discipleship, let's do it. Let's fill this place up because our focus in the journey <laughs> is discipleship. We're on a journey, and a discipleship is what we need. Last week, we looked at the woman at the well. Right? Do you remember the four points? If you were here, I'm not going to make you remember. My guess. <laughs> she shared. God moved. <laughs> others came. <laughs> Good job. You guys are smart. <laughs> I am one of the best teachers and preachers (laughs) My whole congregation knows (laughs) She shared, right? God God moved, others came Lives are transformed, changed forever See, but if she doesn't share That whole thing is circumvented So it's up to us to to share our story Because we want people to come to know Jesus This week, Peter's going to tell us uh, Help us to understand how we share. How do, you, how do we do this? Finally, all of you, and there's five things here. Be like-minded, be sympathetic, love one another, be compassionate, and be humble. See, we need to be like-minded. We need to be in unity, working in harmony with one another. Not necessarily, don't mishear me. We're, are we going to agree on everything? No. no. Do we have to agree on everything? No. no. Can we still be united? Yes, we're talking about sharing the gospel of Jesus Christ to a world that desperately needs it. We can do this. We may not all think alike, but wait, may we not all love alike? Yes, we can. So that's what we're talking about here. We can be united in carrying forward the gospel of Jesus Christ. And an amazing thing happens. This has happened in my life uh, re- over the last 10, 15 years more times than I can count. Um, the power of the Holy Spirit is involved when we share something. Because I have given a message. I've been preaching now for going on nine, ten years. Before that, I was in the National Drug Court Institute as a presenter. Before that, I, w- an AA, you know, I spoke a lot in the AA and NA meetings. I've shared my story. I've shared with a lot of people. And the most amazing thing has happened. People afterwards will come up and they'll say, Mike. That was amazing. I've been working on that. God's been working with me on that. I'm saying, Man, that just really helped me. And I'll, and I'll be like, that's cool. Way to go, God. And in my head, I'm going, I didn't say that. <laughs> and I've even gone back and listened, and I didn't say that. And yet, someone heard what they needed to hear despite that. And that, to me, is the Holy Spirit in there going, you know? So, so the power of the Holy Spirit is in the midst of us if we do step one. Share our story. Share this hope that you have with others. It's powerful. It's very, very powerful. The Holy Spirit works in our hearts and our minds, sometimes helping us to hear whatever we need to hear regardless of what's said and to be in harmony is a beautiful thing I, we're gonna there's a group called pentatonics and and they are an a cappella group what that means is that it's just their voices um and and so if, if you hear percussion it's a guy i mean it's really amazing what they do so listen to this song and listen for the beauty of the harmony
0: I've heard there was a secret chord That David played and it pleased the Lord But you don't really care for music, do you? Well, it goes
1: like this The fourth, the fifth, the minor fall
0: The major live, the barefoot king composed tied you to the kitchen chair she broke your throne and she cut your hair and from your lips she drew But all-
1: Halal Ya, sing praise to God. When we do that in harmony, it's beautiful. It moves you. It changes things. The Holy Spirit's presence changes things. This be you for him thing that we have here, that it's a hashtag, but it's so much more than that. It says, be who you are. Be who you are. But don't do it for yourself. Do it for the glory of God. Reach out to others. Live this out. Pentatonic says five people sing in different parts. What if they all sang the same part? Be okay. But it wouldn't be beautiful. We are all to embrace our calling. This is that spiritual harmony, if we'll do that, if we'll live that out. And if we do that, it's beautiful. And the other things, if we we live out our lives in a spiritual harmony with one another, with our focus on God, then these other things, being sympathetic, loving one another, being compassionate, and living lives of humility will be a byproduct of that. It's a natural byproduct when our focus is on God and not on ourselves. Then spiritual tenets come to us. Jesus made it very simple for us when when he was asked about what what are the greatest commandments. And he said, love God and love your neighbor. All the law and the prophets hang upon these two things. If we get those two things right, those two things right, where we love the Lord our God with all our heart, all our mind with all our strength with all that we are and we love our neighbor as ourselves. which by the way is twofold because one is to love our neighbor but that means we need to love ourselves and for folks like me that sometimes is a challenge I've got to get past that and if that's you you've got to get past it too God created you and he don't make no junk and you are worthwhile you are worthy as a child of God to be who you are for him don't let the enemy steal that from you. Don't let the enemy steal that from you. You're created in God's image. Be who you are. Don't be me. <laughs> and I won't be Hallelujah. <laughs> Corey knows. She's been around more It's lately. <laughs> but be who you are for him. See, we'll be able to embrace this idea of of revering the Lord, revering Christ as Lord. The Greek word for revere is, is hagioso, and it means to sanctify, to make holy. And those are Christian words, but an easy way to, st- to understand that is it means to be set apart. We are not to be like everybody else. We are to be sanctified or holy, but which means to be set apart. We're to be set apart for God's glory. We need to be willing to face life and, and, and look for opportunities to share our faith. He's given you a story so that you can share it, and sometimes that's going to mean suffering for our faith, because guess what? It, not everybody wants to hear your story. You know? That doesn't mean we don't share it. William Barclay wrote a commentary uh, of the Bible, but in this first Peter commentary, he, he put this, he said this about suffering. There's two kinds of suffering. One is suffering in our humanity. Since as human beings we are subject to the fall, we're subject uh, to the outcomes of that, the evil in the world. We have disease, we have death, we have brokenness, we we have sin came into the world. And because uh, we suffer in our humanity, that's why when things go wrong, that's part of sin coming into the world. It breaks God's heart too. You know, I know there's, a, there's folks that, well, if he's a good God, why do bad things happen? Because sin came into the world and, and, and he has given, he chose to self-limit himself when it comes to us so that we can have true free will and we make choices that are not good sometimes. And when sin comes into the world, there are things that happen. And we suffer in our humanity. The other is is suffering in our Christianity because it might cost you in terms of popularity or uh, in status or um, when we stand on principle, some people may not like that. We may have to suffer in our Christianity. And throughout, this is a paraphrase from different sections of this commentary. It's William Barclay. he's, He's got good stuff. A person who has set their heart on earthly things, possession, status, and others is most vulnerable as these things can be taken from them in an instant. We can lose our job. We can lose stuff, and it can, it can go away in an instant, but guess what? The person who sets his heart on Jesus can never have that taken from him, never have that taken from him. Even in suffering, the Christian is blessed. Even in suffering, the Christian is blessed. See, we're not required to beat. I used to go door to door when I was <laughs> in, in, as a young adult, and, and I had my, my big study, my Ryrie study Bible, and, and, I, and I had my Strong's Concordance, and if you didn't agree with me, then I'd just beat you over the head with knowledge because don't you know I know what you need? Arrogance. Arrogance. You know why I, I don't want to judge people anymore? Because I've judged people most of my life. And as a recovering alcoholic and drug addict of all the people in this room who don't need to judge anybody, me. Be who you are. Be who you are. I trust that God will take you where you need to go. Because He will. Because He will. We like to complicate our story, but th- we're not defending God and sharing our story. We're not having a theological argument about whether the crusades were good or the Spanish Inquisition was bad. See along the course, let me just admit something if you know, if if you're going, well, I don't know about that Christian stuff. They've done a lot of bad stuff. Yes. <laughs> we sure have. We've done evil stuff in the name of God, but it was when we've chose to follow men away from God that the crusades and the inquisition and all of those things happened that was not about God that was about us following the wrong person to the wrong place at the wrong time and that has led us astray and those are great discussions to have but that's not telling your story right what does sharing your story mean Tammy do you have hope Share it. Vicki, are you grateful? Share it. Paul, have you experienced this new life that comes in Christ and been able to get through things that are impossible to get through? Share it. Share what God is. That's what we're talking about. What has God done? Share the hope that you have. Share the things that he's done. Don't complicate it. We complicate stuff way too much. Be who you are and just tell people what God's doing in your heart. That's that's what we're talking about. Learn how to do that. Some of us have stories like mine that that are from uh, addiction and doing all kinds of crazy, stupid stuff, and, and we sometimes get drawn to that. It's like, well, I don't have a story like where God went in and redeemed me from some big thing. That's not my story. Good, because we don't need everybody to have that story. A lot of folks have a story of, well, I've always kind of been in the church. You know, I've never really strayed from God. I've, I've gone to church my whole life, and, and I've just kind of always been, been a believer. And that's your story. Guess what? Right on. Share that story. And there's every story in between. Because we have all of these stories If we're willing to let God use them, he will use us to impact countless people. If we all had the same story, we'd only impact a few people, but we don't, so we can impact hundreds and thousands of people. Because, and hear this, every single story matters. Say this with me. My story matters. My story matters. It matters. If we're willing to let God use it, God will move. Others will come. Lives will be transformed and he'll be glorified. Amen.